What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. So it's not that I have a uh, a hangover, but I'm a little bit sluggish. Uh, yeah, yeah. This you morning, get that way when you drink five bottles of wine. It wasn't it wasn't it was five? It was six bottles. Bottle. It was it was two, and I didn't drink them all at all by myself. No, not by yourself. Although, how many eggs did you have that day? Four, four eggs. Four, four, four. Did I tell people more than once? Uh, multiple times last <laughs> night. You you mentioned it. It's all I, I had. Like, hey, folks, just so you know, Paul Gaines had four eggs and drank two bottles of wine. Did not drink two bottles. Of, that's all I had yesterday was four eggs and wine. Don't forget the wine. That's, and, a, that's your your fruit. And I haven't had a lot of. I told you earlier today that um, I you have not been. Well, let me start over again. I have not had any more alcohol than what you have seen me drink over the last couple of weeks. Okay. In other words, every time I've had a beer or something, it was in your presence. It was which th- makes that, me sound like I'm. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Alcoholics. Uh, an enabler? Enabler, yeah. yeah. Make, you make me sound like an enabler. Well, it, it would, except that I don't really, have not been drinking that much lately. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, but I had maybe a couple beers a handful of days ago. I don't know when that would have been. But then, so I've been working all this Thanksgiving weekend. So I worked the whole freaking weekend, and I was, at the end of it, I was kind of happy with myself and thought, I really need to go out and get a glass of wine. I was kind of in a celebratory. Or, or two bottles. Or two. <laughs> you're one of those monster there's magnum and there's other larger i have called. no idea what the big ones are called remember the one that you bought yeah the piatelli it was a big sum and bitch. toriana from sporties you carried it with you to sporties it's <laughs> a <laughs> giant empty bottle well and i left it there by accident I yeah think. you did and i got a text from toriana the next day hey let paul know i have his gigantic <laughs> bottle of wine <laughs> she said his gigantic bottle of wine it was a large it was on display for a while and and they didn't want any more money than it would have been. You know, it wasn't like it was it, yeah, it, it eight wasn't. times more. It was like three times the size. I don't know how, how many bottles of normal I wine. I think it's three liters. Okay. I think that's what it is, which is a standard bottle of wine is 750 mils. And there are, um, as we know, there's like, oh, Magnum, and then there's this, and then there's that. And I can't remember. The, Joe was looking up the different sizes of bottles for alcoholic beverages, namely uh, wine and champagne. And I can't remember if it was a, it wasn't a magnum. It was another word. And Joe is scanning. He's scanning. He's looking. He's looking. Jerboam. Jerboam. J-E-R-B-O-A-M. Rehoboam. Oh, like a bomb almost. Bomber. There's a a bomber. Aren't there a bomber beer thing? That's a 22 ounce. Yeah, it's it's a bomber. Okay. Okay, so split or a piccolo, which is 187.5 mils. This holds, is so stupid. Yeah, it is. He's named in the off numbers that they're doing. Half liter standard, which is 750 mil, one liter, which shockingly is a liter. Well, at seven, that's one a, and a half. A mag, I mean, no. I mean, three quarters of a liter. No, that right. 750. Okay. okay. Yeah, so they're standard. Okay. Which is 750 liter, which is one liter. Mm-hmm. Magnum, which is one and a half liters. This is bigger than that, I think. I know. Yeah. Jeroboam. Jeroboam. Is, I think that's is is three liters. I think it was about it's that size. Four holds four standard standard bottles or twenty glasses of wine. And then there's a four and a half liter Rehoboam. Rehoboam. 
I don't know how you pronounce this. Are these French? That's four and a half, maybe. Four and a half liters. And then there's a there's six liter, which is called Methuselah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> these sound like monster truck like names. Yeah. That's uh that's six liters. Salmanazar, which is nine liters. These names are just really weird. Twelve liter is a Balthazar. Fifteen liters is the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking wants a fifteen liter bottle of wine? Paul Gaines does. I don't know. Last night he wanted one. So I had uh, yeah, I bought two bottles of wine and I shared them with everybody. I didn't get any. You know, you're right. I didn't I didn't get any. I, I'm fairly certain you and the ladies are who got most ladies. of that that wine cuz I didn't. Jackie and I didn't. Also, um I know who else didn't. Nicole didn't. She was drinking some beer. What was that beer she was drinking? I don't even recall. <clears throat> but I think I, I don't remember I think, who else had it. Who else? I think uh, 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 Julia had some of my wine. Yes. And me and uh, Chelsea had some. Yeah. Not a lot, but some. You drank two bottles of wine last night, oh save for God. like three glasses, dude. Like I, we've I already broken. Right. I already broke it down as an observer. Like that's why I keep saying you drank two bottles of wine. Just say you drank two bottles of wine on an empty stomach and then realized. Fuck. Because I was earlier in the, the morning trying to say that someone roofied me, and you're going, no, dude. No one, you roofied you. <laughs> you, got you roofied me. yourself. <laughs> you roofied yourself by drinking a copious amount of wine. Oh, God. You're drinking wine like a fucking Roman dictator. So we amazing. were last night at the Sourdor Wine Bar. That's where we were. And I can't remember the guy's name who was playing very good guitar Yeah, player. he was very good. Do, we know, do you know his name? I cannot recall his name. He apparently plays every Thursday, according to one of the ladies that told us, and Joe's looking it up right now. Because I said, I, I want to go, I need to go out and have a glass of wine. I feel pretty good. And then uh, Chelsea and Josh, who were here for five more months, I think, and then her friend came down from um, the Vegas area, who's a pilot. They're all pilots, and he's an instructor, and, and she's working here with uh, Jill Gornetsky at M14P, and we've all been flying together and blah, blah, blah. So they all were going down, too, and this would be great. They live downtown, and uh, Joe met us, and Julia was there. Mike, her beau, uh, was there, and um, there's not a person named her beau. You know, Julia's beau. Yes, got it. (laughs) Her beau. Oh, I didn't see her beau there. Her Her beau? beau. I did see the Jeroboam, (laughs) which is definitely posted on the cellar door's Facebook page 40, four days ago. What Serving is? wine for Thanksgiving? Oh. Question mark. How about this three liter Jeroboam of 2016 Piatelli Grand Reserve? Oh my God. I'm fairly certain that's the fucking wine that you. So you're, they have another one of those? Yeah. Well, guess what I'm going to be doing? Oh God. That way you can tell people you only drank one bottle of wine. It's just right. a, a three liters of wine. Right. I cannot find the gentleman's name. And now I feel like a jerk because I've completely so forgot. So apparently it's every Thursday, according to Chelsea. She asked him or she found out that yeah. it was every Thursday. Um, but he's good. So I asked uh, Jeremy Foss, one of the proprietors there, he and his wife own the place, and uh, say, hey, man, is there any live music? I hope there is. I'm going there tonight and hope to see you guys. Well, we're in uh, Havasu, but we'll be back <coughs> later in the evening. Yeah, it's so-and-so. And then he texted again immediately. He said, you know, he's, he's got skills. And he, he was good. He's really good. Yeah, and we yeah. got uh, Julie to go up there and sing. He had a, another person, obviously, is a friend of his, I guess, that sings occasionally with him. She was great. Yeah. And Julie went up, and she was good, and everybody enjoyed themselves, and he was going to quit at 9 o'clock, and I, because here goes my wine, I went, I need to have him keep playing. Have to. 
have to. Have you, to. You, I said I think I have to. I, ha- I have. This man has to keep playing. And I've done this stupid trick me. before, and it hasn't worked out. But it worked out last night. It did work out. Just gave him a C note. Hundred dollar bill. For those of you that were born after 1980, <laughs> a C note is a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> and he played. It he used to be considered a, a lot of money. A nice other set. He played another good set. Yeah. He was very happy to. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was. Like, yeah. Very I'll appreciative. Yeah, and he came around, and he was, uh, yeah. So I will be going back there if it tr- it's true. You're allowed back there. Am I Which still? Is, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, hope I got my card back. I think I did. <laughs> and now I, oh my god! See, I had too much to drink. It's ridiculous. Oh, this is so funny to me. I, I love it. it Every it, time. It, it's like I love watching. Uh, like like an older drunk uncle just stagger through life. It doesn't happen with you very often. All right, wait a minute. Am I staggering through life? <laughs> I staggered through that evening. Not life, the whole life part. <laughs> just that one evening. <laughs> Joe just expanded my you, that one evening. He had two bottles of wine, four eggs. <laughs> you just kept saying it like, I've only had four eggs today. <laughs> and then it People going like, we got it, we got it. We get it. How many eggs was that, Paul? <laughs> four. <laughs> Because they ordered a pizza, and I kind of wanted one. I almost ordered a pizza. I was going to do that, and then it didn't. Yeah, you I kept was, talking about it, and then you just ordered more wine instead. <laughs> God, something happened where I did not order any more pizza. I didn't order more. Didn't order any. Paul, I want to go to a brunch with you. It's just like me and you and a bunch of white ladies, and we're going to just get just a bunch of mimosas. Yeah, we're gonna and do. you know, watch all these white ladies have three eggs and drink nine bottles of, of <laughs> champagne. champagne. <laughs> They'll drink you under the table. Oh, God. So that's what happened last night. Yeah, that's what happened last night. And a little, little, little sluggish. Didn't sleep uh, that many hours. A little groggy. Yeah, and uh, here we are, Sunday morning. <coughs> but uh, for those of you, uh, so this is gonna. We we did another episode earlier today. Which we did. You folks might be have already heard of this. Yeah, point. we're definitely going to promote. Yeah. Your uh, big ass event, the B seventeen, which will be coming around this coming Monday. Uh, all day event, December sixth, a little birthday celebration, ten for, to three. Yes, Major Levin Farron, um, hundred year birthday. He was a World War Two pilot, B seventeen pilot, finished twenty five missions, and uh, that's what the previous shorter episode was about. We had Jill here from the one of the board members, as well as myself, the board member of Aviation Heritage Center of Kingman, and we pull this act together and I can stop talking about it now because that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stop trying to change the subject, you lush. Right. Oh, I got to watch myself. We'll go over the history of wine bottles. <laughs> 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 Which I can't, I always crack up when we start talking about this in history of wine and I can't stop myself but thinking about what's his name in that show, the wine traveling show where he goes with his buddy from, oh, from uh, James James May. James May in this camera, what it's called, and it's I can't remember if I can even watch it now. Where it's playing, I think you have to buy it. You have to buy the those episodes or something. You cannot just watch it somewhere. Probably. Um, it's Oz and James's big wine adventure. That's a terrible, terrible name for a show. It's uh, but it's a it's a funny you, show. You watched it, though, didn't yeah. you? It was so yeah. hilarious. And they're talking about, and he, he's a, a aviation nerd. So they go to some all these different French wineries and estates where they have all this hundreds of year old wine in these cellars. And they go down there and they have all these cobwebs and dust. And they look at this one bottle, and it was, uh, and this old lady who runs this estate. Remember they're down there, and he mm-hmm. goes, 
oh, so this wine, wow, this is 19 or 18, whatever the hell it was. It was really rare and very expensive. And he's looking at it. He goes, so this wine's been right here for, he goes, wow, this, this wine, then we know that there were some Heinkel HE-111s flying over, like during World War II, German fighter bomber, flying over in World War II as they were going to bomb London. And he goes on and on, and she just is looking at him. <laughs> like, wh- like, what the hell? What? what are, Why? What the what fuck is wrong with about? you? But also, wasn't that the same scene where he goes, so when do we get to drink right. the wine? And he says, well, we oh, don't. We don't and drink She's speaking these. French. She doesn't speak yeah. English. So he has, I think his buddy was translating. Yeah. So, no, we, we can't We, we, we can't, can't drink, drink this. this. It's a... to... <laughs> he starts throwing a fit <laughs> in a funny-ass way like he does. We're just going to look at it. Here we are looking at the wine. We're going to look at it. We're going to look at it. We're going to look at some more. We're going to look at We're not going to ever get to taste any of this. <laughs> now, did you watch the second or third season? I watched all, I think. Okay. We went to the, California. We went to California. Yep. Yep. And they were impressed with the California wines. They were like, I'm going to tell you. Well, they better be impressed with the California good. wines because they beat the pants off of the French. Yep. And have been for 40 years. Yeah. 50 years almost. And they were, I think, I think if I recall, Oz... They were prepared. They were. They were really kind of. Yeah. Whatever. We'll go to Cal. We'll, we'll go here. I guess. I guess we'll slum drink in California. their wine. And he's yeah. like, oh my god. Holy these shit! These are, are really good. They yeah. I know what they're doing out here. Now, and you've seen the movie Bottle Shock? No. Really? Nope. About the uh, the nineteen was it seventy five? It it's a tremendous movie it's on netflix it's it's a it's a dramatization but it, it's based completely in, in in a in true story and fact of uh california winemakers going up against the french oh in the early to mid 70s so it's it not a like documentary it's a no, movie. It's not, no it's a movie no it's a bill paxton plays a guy who's <clears throat> left whatever business he was doing behind and bought but a based in a true story kind of this thing. is a v- very true story like okay. the bottle of wine that they like there's a bottle of of this guy's wine in the Smithsonian. Oh. Because what they did was is Alan Rickman plays this this real wine snob shithead in uh it, it, that's based in Paris. And um he gets word that they're, you know, they're making some decent wines in California. He just kind of, you know, just oh, whatever <laughs> and dismissive, you know. Right. Cuz it's definitely the 70s in California. The I think the only folks drinking California wine in the seventies, where people it's kind of like the American automakers in the fifties were laughing at Japan. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Japanese. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let them make their little toy cars. Exactly. Their hyper efficient little toy cars. And then Mr. Demingon over there, and yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, Alan Rickman's character, he kind of scoffs at the whole notion, and then, uh, but there's some people who are like, no, really, you should try it, and he ends up getting, a, I think it was a case or a couple of bottles were delivered to him. And he just couldn't. He was befuddled. He couldn't believe that it was mm-hmm. good wine from California. There's no way. And so he actually travels, tries to tries to you know, travels to the states. And this really happened. This guy really existed and all that. Finds uh, goes to I think it's Napa, because I think Sonoma came a little bit later. I think it's Napa. Anyway, goes to these different wineries. And tastes, you know, tastes a bunch of wine, and then picks a bottle from each place, and says, "Hey, we're gonna, uh, we want to put you guys up against the French. It'll be double blind, da 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 da, da, like all this stuff." And the local California, like the winemakers, were there were a lot of them were against it because they're like, "What if our wine? I mean, this we're going over into the lion's den. Yeah, 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 right. 
Like we're going to be lambasted all around the world in the wine community. And yeah, never, it's going to be never. rigged. Probably they were probably thinking that it was going to be no matter what happens, right. how great it is. It's they're not. And gonna... Alan Rickman's character, he plays a real dickhead, but he he said no, I will absolutely make sure that this is. I I I want to put this wine up against the French because mm-hmm. he's English. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the French anyway. He just likes mm-hmm. French wine. He doesn't like living in France. He doesn't like French people. <laughs> like he doesn't like living in Paris. Right. Like he just. But he he, he kind of like the that's like the one thing that the you know the the uh, uh, the Brits mm-hmm. and uh, folks from the United States can team up again is like, ha- hating the French. on the French. You know, it's like even though they helped us with the Revolutionary War. Yeah, no shit, and we definitely inspired them to overthrow their fucking people. So right. like, anyway. Um, and yeah, Bill, that's what happened. We, we got the ball rolling on the American Revolution. Did I said Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman. I think he said Pullman. Okay, Bill Pullman. Yeah, Independence right. Day guy. Right. Right. Not weird science guy. Right. Right. So Bill Pullman, he's kind of like the, not the ringleader, but he's like the most trustworthy and humble one. They need a representative to represent, you know, Napa mm-hmm. in France. So he goes to France and kind of takes his right-hand man with him. The reason they call it bottle shock is it. it Apparently, you can be two. You can, you can have too perfect of a bottling transition from the um, the wine barrels okay. into the bottles, and if you don't let any oxygen whatsoever, it can uh, actually turn it cloudy, and it's called bottle shock. Okay. And they were every. He was like toward the tail end of the movie, like he's having to dump out. Like this is it. He's going to lose his ass if he does isn't able to sell this batch. Okay. And this is a true story. It's, I've I read into it so like they went into a lot of detail got all the names right and the locations and everything mm-hmm. for this movie so he's looking at dumping out all this wine because it turns dark and it was it's a chardonnay again if it doesn't get oxygenated enough right there needs to be a little tainted bit by oxygen yeah it needs to have a little bit of oxidation in there yeah. and apparently that causes some sort of whatever so okay. they were worried about it you know being shipped over to france and all that stuff so like they he carried two bottles on the plane with him. He didn't want to and, fuck around with it. And this is what sucks, too. Unlike, you, know, you guys make beer, and you, the results are fairly quick. You can kind of monitor yeah, it and with, all that. But with wine, you put a bunch of it away for years. And just kind of hope that it's going to be good. keep your fingers crossed and yeah. get ulcers in the meantime. Yeah, and, and hope that all your, your corks were clean and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, God. But I... they ended up beating the pants off of the, the French. I mean, just, just like the – because it was uh, wine – they're all wine journalists, like wine. They're wine mm-hmm. writers, you know. Um, and it was, I think, eight of them or ten of them that reviewed it, and the California wines won, and in every single category that they were entered in, wow. like like twelve or fourteen different categories, and just wow. kicked the shit out of the French. Do you think it got them to um, to kind of up their game a little bit, though? Do you it, think it, kind it, of made, it made everybody step their game up. Okay, that, well, that's and that's kind of in the prologue. But there's that the bottle of wine that's in the Smithsonian is from that that batch specifically from that uh, what is that called that vintage yeah um, one of the historic wines that woke the French up uh, yeah well and and um, uh, it, it it legitimized uh, North American uh, winemakers but also it. Other regions around the world, Australia, um, Argentina, Argentina yeah. yeah, these different places that, that it, those folks were like, hey, we make wine too. Check this out, and then, and it just kind of blew up. And the French kind of have never forgotten that, like cause they they were the, they were they were the king dicks of of wine, sure, or thought they were. And now a bunch of hillbillies around the world, you know, you know this, 
us hillbillies over here in the United States. We're doing it in Mojave County right now. Yeah, so that's what I was getting at (laughs) is that uh, a few years ago I read uh, an article about, um, what was it titled? Why California should be scared of Arizona. Or why California uh, winemakers should be scared of Arizona. Right. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Let me read this. And it was in Wine Spectator magazine. Like, it's a big deal. Like, it's a, it wasn't. I'm sure it talked about Maynard's place. I'm sure. They talked about Maynard. They talked about Page Springs. They Mm -hmm. talked about uh, the folks down in southern Arizona at uh, at Cochise Stronghold. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, specifically the Verde Valley because there's so much cheap and available land Mm -hmm. on so on the, in all your different types of soil Mm -hmm. and, um, climate zones that you need for different kinds of wine all exist in the Verde Valley. So that doesn't exist like basically anywhere else on earth is what, what they were saying is this wine that's coming out of Arizona is going to beat the pants off you guys. If you don't step it up, just Mm -hmm. like you guys did to the French 50 years ago, Mm -hmm. which I just, I had, the first time I read that that article was maybe a week after I saw Bottle Shock for the first time, and I'm like, this is this could be huge. Like Arizona wine sounds like a joke, mm-hmm. but it's when really you say that it's, two words together. It's yeah, Arizona funny. And they're like wine from Arizona, okay, <laughs> but people scoffed at California yeah. as well and Australia. So and what's the Argentina. deal with our area here? I mean, we, we don't have we don't have the Verde Valley, so we have our own. Is there a certain strain of grapes that do better here? Yeah, that do pretty well. There's here? a there's a handful of them that do really well here with the lack of rain. You know, um, the the type of loose like loamy soil that we mm-hmm. have, if you could call it soil, it's like yeah. like very small rocks. Yeah, um, but it works. It works for certain. I don't know offhand what I I know that uh, Chenin Blanc and Viognier. Because mm-hmm. that's what I was drinking last night. Yes, you were from uh, Cella. From uh, yeah, it's you know, called we, we almost met that guy. heaven. He, we, he was out there at Cellador handful of times. Like he was out there, right? Micah, yeah, yeah, good dude. He was a he's an engineer, former engineer, yes. a petroleum uh, engineer. Yeah, so he knows about the rocks and stuff. The rocks of the geology. Yeah. He's not a geographer, right? But he's close. Not a geotagger. Not probably. a geotagger. He's yeah. not a geometro either. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> But it, I just I or a geode. I, I, he's not a geode. You crack him open. He's got crystals on the inside. <laughs> God, poor Micah. I hope he never <laughs> listens to this. He'll be like, "What the fuck is wrong with these?" Actually, guys? He, he should be on the show. He would be a he, really interesting guy. He'd be very interesting to have on the show. He's a smart fucker. He's an engineer and he's growing wa- grapes out here and making wine. We need to have him on the show. I agree. And then Maynard also. Oh man, that'll be happening. That- Oh my! Oh, speaking of oh, bot, that's, that's one of my magnums or my. I'm sorry. What is it called? That was a, your Melchizedek. <laughs> the, that's the biggest one, by the okay. way. I never got to say that one. Uh, it's called a Melchizedek. How many drunken nights does that have? Um, it's like forty liters. Jesus. Yeah, it's forty liters. Dumb, dumb. Such a how. Like, I don't, other than this weird special occasion, like, why would you have a bottle of wine that fucking big? So I could see. How do see, you handle it? I could see, this would be like for really wealthy people or a real expensive corporate event, right? They'll, they'll pay for, they'll probably make a device. There's to a hold stand it. or something like it'll that. Be, it'll be a big deal and it's going to have all the tables and people around oh, it. God. And glasses. And I could see them doing that. Somebody like that. 1976 wine competition, the Judgment of Paris. That's what they called it. Like I, 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 all the people smoking their cigarettes like this, like holding their 
Yeah. For those of you watching our <laughs> podcast, uh, our video channel on YouTube. I'm trying to find oh Chateau Montalena that's which is now Chateau Montalena was uh, like this that's a place in uh it's yeah it is Napa it was like Podunk hillbilly area right mm-hmm. and now like you can't you can't touch a bottle of Chateau Montalena for like under five hundred dollars or something like that so one thing I want to do is fly my little plastic airplane there that people hate. And, uh, no one hates your airplane. They're they're envious. I want to fly it to. Uh, there's a right. I think the south end of the Napa Valley. Th- there's an airport there that's a kind of a small general aviation airport. I think probably built for this purpose for for people to fly rich, there. Rich white assholes to fly right. it, and then the, then they you know, do, plastic do, airplane. Do, the, <laughs> do their whole you know wine tour, wine tasting thing. I want to do that. And then uh, just like turn and burn. No, you don't want to go there. I want to stay there for a number of, of days. I want to have the what's that other more modern movie where the, they go off on their um, bachelor party thing? God dang it! That maybe fifteen year old movie. Sideways. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. With Lowell. <laughs> yes, Lowell from from uh, Wings. He'll, he'll never be anything else. He'll I always know. be Lowell from Wings. He did the, such a the great dumbass job. mechanic. Like he, he's <laughs> he's such a tremendous Thomas Hayden Church. That's his yes. name. He's such a tremendous actor. He is a but very he good will actor. Always be fucking Lowell. Yeah. He will always be like huh? well, with his coveralls. Uh, with his coveralls. Like tool belt. Yeah. Like you wear tool belt working on an airplane. <laughs> he's. <laughs> So funny, but yeah, Sideways is that's one of my favorite movies. I, I love it when What's a Face goes off on people that like Merlot. He was just Paul so Giamatti pissed off at the Merlot like, drink. Listen, man, we're gonna go in there. These girls are hot. They want to have a good time, and if they if they order a glass of Merlot, we're drinking Merlot. And he's like, "Look, I will be. I will hang out with you. I will be a part of this, but I'm not drinking any fucking Merlot." And <laughs> he just like, loses his. Well, and that <laughs> movie was so popular. Merlot sales fucking tanked did you know sure that like they, they just dropped like 30 percent the not surprise year. me and then he went out and tried to uh because he re- started ruining the night remember he went out and tried to call his girlfriend oh he, did you did you drink and dial you did you it was his ex-wife oh that's what it was yeah that's right. he was, did you drink and dial he starts miles really- <laughs> miles did you drink and dial and he's like maybe <laughs> fuck maybe maybe not maybe 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 i'm drinking too much fucking merlot <laughs> 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 it's such a ridiculous fucking movie, but it's so so well done, and it's so fucking funny. Like just it is very well done. It's funny, and but like the Thomas Hayden Church guy, like he's such a fucking sleaze bag. Like he's mm-hmm. on his it's his bachelor party weekend, and right. it's him and his and another dude. He's like, look, man, I'm looking to get my bones smoked on this, <laughs> which I love that term. That's such a douchebag thing to say. Like I'm looking to get my bones smoked. Oh god. And now I kind of want to start using that, but I, then I don't want to sound like a douche. My um, but, uh, there's a good friend of mine and I that we'd hang out, uh, you know, bar hop together back in Atlanta, and I think we we watched that movie together, and we adapted adopted that phrase, but changed it, you know, the drink and dial, because that's when texting was starting to come. Mm-hmm. Did you tip and text like you tip tip and text? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so we were, don't do that. We're not having a good time right don't now. Don't tip and text. Don't do it. You're stuck somewhere else. Right. We got we're here in the bar, and they're attractive women. Quit doing it. The the fact that that dude ends up with. <laughs> So you have the 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 the, the douchebag guy, um, Lowell. I don't. Know, I can't remember his his real name or his his character's name. Cheats on his fiance yes. multiple times with multiple women on this trip. Yes, just go. It goes on but a he, rampage. But he gets his though, like that, because that one he gets one in the woman, car wreck. Uh, uh, no, 
Oh. He gets the shit beat out of him by his the the lady that he was sleeping with, like pretending like he's gonna move up to Napa. I forgot about or up that. to the Central Coast yeah, or whatever yeah, and yeah. do this. And she just beats the shit out of him with a motorcycle helmet and breaks his nose. I forgot about that. He's in They the, did the mock, they said that we had gotten a car wreck. That's how this That's how they were to trying me. to that's explain right. that. And that's it, right. all, all it did was fuck up Miles' car. <laughs> uh <laughs> And and break a couple bottles of wine. Who did that movie? I mean, I got to wonder that who did that movie. I mean, who produced, directed that kind of thing? I'm I'm fairly certain it's someone who went on to do uh, uh, grander things. I think you would think so. I think so. They had to have. Let's find out. While Joe was looking that up, I need to point out that on the monitor up here, we had it on a YouTube uh, channel earlier showing black and white B17 footage and. Um, <laughs> it just YouTube's it, algorithm can't handle Paul's brain, right? So, so I just let it run. You know, there's not there's no volume on. And I can see it. Joe can't see because we don't have two monitors in here yet. But anyway, so went went from from B17 black and white footage for a couple hours. Then it went into uh, um, oh oh my god, was a black uh, um, Rod Serling, Rod Serling interviews from, like he used to interview yeah. people like smoking a cigarette, black and white interviews, which was kind of cool and kind of kind of. Uh, artsy kind of looking kind of a moving art thing yeah and then now is an interview with clarence thomas and i'm just looking at this fuck and, and he's look at the, the guy interviewing him look at that guy who is that guy? i don't know and they got a plastic bottle of water on this table like they're singing fancy chairs but it's a plastic bottle of water and this table between them and their men's warehouse suits that <laughs> yeah, just as i'm going i would clarence thomas just sitting there he's like yeah yeah, I, I used to. I, I, I used slapped, to, slapped her in the ass. Yeah, and, and showed him a dick. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like he's. And look at that. Back. I'm still a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Goddamn America. Goddamn. I'm a black man. I'm a black man. Um. Yeah. Alexander Payne is the guy, and I know he went on to do some other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would have heard of any of it, because mm-hmm. it's really heavy, like uh, avant-garde kind of. No. Heavy. When you say heavy, what do you mean? Heavy, like indie, indie rock, indie rock. <laughs> what the fuck is so? Okay, here, like independent movie heavy. You have to like really seek he, his shit out. I, like you have to go back to his more mainstream movies. Okay. Citizen Ruth. Okay. You ever saw that one? Yeah, I heard. Election. Yeah, yeah. About Schmidt. Oh, of course. With Jack Nicholson, yep. who crazy enough looks like you right now yeah? on the cover of About Schmidt. Yeah, his hair's all gray and <laughs> and poofy. My hair's not gray up here. It's gray here. Are there I'm gray sorry. strands up oh, here? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What? There are gray strands up here? Strand yeah. is not the word? Strand <laughs> isn't the word. Okay. It's mostly? Okay. Fine. It's, uh, you're it's blended. A, you're a silver fox, dude. Don't get me wrong. But, like, don't, like, let's call a spade a spade It's here. a blend. It's a blend. Okay. Oh, yeah, you blend. It's not straight Merlot. Fucking Merlot. I'm not drinking any. Fucking Merlot. <laughs> he did the movie Nebraska, The Descendants. Oh, Nebraska was uh... also crazy guy, crazy white guy with big white hair. That's Bruce Stern. Yeah, that's Bruce Stern. But, a... but that's just what he looks like. He, um, he rides the lawnmower across the. Yeah, and Bruce Stern was also in uh, in Django briefly. Remember that he was the uh, he was one of the slave owner guys. He, you got sand. Like I don't know, a slave with sand. You got sand oh, boy. Oh yeah. And he had, wow. those, he had those crazy glasses. I saw it because I saw it the other day. And I remember that guy, that guy was in the movie Cowboys. I think like John Wayne Cowboys back in the seventies, where he was a bad guy. 
I remember him yeah, from as a kid. Bruce Dern's old as fuck. Yeah, he was. I think he's eighty years old. And I looked it up too. I was like, I wonder how old that fucker is. He doesn't really have. He's not in a lot of movies, but he's a. He's speaking of good actor. Yeah, he's also a great actor. He was in uh, the Burbs. Remember that with uh, Tom Hanks, where they had the weird family oh, that lived yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the cul-de-sac. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He played the cra- like a crazy Vietnam vet or something like that. It was just super paranoid and like yeah, I'm telling you they're murdering people over there. It's a perfect for his. It's a you would think he would be a great person for that. They pick. I love how well people pick people for roles. You know, in when, when casting is done right, mm-hmm. it should it should be. If you read say read a book, mm-hmm. and they turn it into a movie, it's nine times out of ten it's going to be garbage. Right. Right. Every once in a while, somebody will, like, some casting director will put shit together perfectly. Mm-hmm. First time I remember ever seeing that was um, uh, The Da Vinci Code, which I love that book. Mm-hmm. I, it's a it's an easy page-turner kind of shit, but, mm-hmm. like, it's essentially historical fiction, and I love that shit, mm-hmm. where you take real shit from history and, and blend, you Twist know, it up a little bit. Blend yeah. fiction in there, and I, I just love that stuff. So when they did the Da Vinci Code, I remember reading that book, and I read it probably three or four times before the movie ever came out, or before they even announced that there was a movie, and I'm like, oh, God, they're going to fuck this all up. Oh, Ron Howard? Okay. Great. Right. So it's either going to be really good or fucking a total turd. Turns out, when they announced, they're like, who's playing main character? Tom Hanks. I'm like, fuck. I was kind of thinking of Tom Hanks when I was reading the book. (laughs) And then he's like, his sidekick is this like, Petite, cute, super witty, uh, and funny French cop, and in my mind, I'm like, that would, like that would be Audrey Tao too, like the fucking from Amelie, one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And who do they cast? Fucking her, right? And then like the French guy, like the French cop, like uh, FBI guy, mm-hmm. uh, it was Jean Reno, who's you ever see mm-hmm. the Professional? Yes, yeah. Yep. Jean Reno, like his fucking the surly cop guy, right? It, like he almost f- couldn't not pick anybody else. Yeah, like that. I'm like, okay, well, this if that's the main cast, then this shit's gonna be perfect. Oh, the crazy uh, English uh, uh, Grail, Holy Grail historian who is kind of old and frail and a little effeminate and this and that and the other. Like who? Oh, f- fucking of course, Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian McKellen plays yep. that guy. I'm like that. You couldn't get better casting. What's funny is you read like a really well done movie that we all like, let's say, and then you read about you know a year or two later they talk about who they were thinking about casting for certain roles, and it's like it, what you can't even think of them yeah, in that it's, context. It's like it ro- almost ruins the movie when you think about mm-hmm. that guy for that. Yeah, but then you kind of wonder too if they're that good of an actor if they could have pulled it off in a different way, and the movie just had a different flavor, kind right? Of thing. Yeah, but but you still you can't help but it kind of what the fuck? Yeah, why were they even thinking of that person? You know, like that weird. doesn't make any sense, right? Sure. Like uh, Tom Tom Selleck mm-hmm. was the original choice for Indiana Jones. Wow! <laughs> but he turned it down because like he had uh, his commitment to Magnum PI was it was a lot. I yeah. have a question about Tom Selleck, and, it, and it's not important to me. But I've I've seen different stories, and I really don't give a shit. So why am I even asking this? Is he gay? Tom Selleck? Yes. I don't know. I think it's just a mustache, dude. <laughs> he does look like a yeah, I, that kind of a. But I, I, I've I've heard this, and then I thought that really? I read that, and then I th- I think he's married to a woman, but then I someone said he had a male partner, and I'm going, you know, I, I didn't research it more than twenty seconds because I don't give a shit that much. Oh, remember when he played that gay uh, reporter guy who was, um, oh, what was that movie? There was someone was getting married, and he stood up some, in and out. Yes, with the. Um, 
that was a pretty good movie. Kevin Klein. And he turned he was gay and people kind of knew it but he was getting married then he, he And he but he swore up and down that he wasn't gay. Yeah. Kevin Klein's character. He, oh yes, yeah, yeah he, 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 claimed, was, he was he was denying like, the, yeah. the, the entire time. They're like, "No, no, it's fine. Just come out." But he did finally come out in yeah. the movie. Spoiler alert in case you feel like watching in and out and have a 25-year-old movie and you feel like it's <laughs> being spoiled. I'm sorry, you had your chance. Spoiler alert uh yeah. in in uh uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, it was all a dream. Oh God! Spoiler, or spoiler alert. General Hospital. <laughs> is it General Hospital? Is that the one? No, Saint Elsewhere. Dallas. Also, yes. The show Dallas. Spoiler alert. Woke up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we just call this the spoiler episode. Yeah. It's, if you haven't seen Psycho yet, spoiler alert. Uh, no. It's his mom's <laughs> corpse that he. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Revelation's the last book of the Bible. <laughs> Things don't go, they go a little off kilter. Tom just... Selleck is definitely married to a woman named Jilly Mack for over 30 years. 30, there you, there you 35 go. years. He also served in the U.S. Army. I didn't know that. He was a sergeant. Okay. Did you ever watch Magnum P.I.? Yeah, I watched the shit out of it. In fact... Yeah. The 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 only the only disappointment I had when I went to Hawaii that first time, the only disappointing thing in two weeks yeah. that I was there, the one thing that disappointed me, they tore down the fucking Magnum PI house. And what did they put there? A high rise? I don't know. Some well, no not I don't know. It's like a, a mansion. Mm-hmm. Basically the same kind same same thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think upgraded. they split the property up and p- built several big houses because it was it was big and it was worth I think Timmy said some ungodly sum of money because it's where 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 it was at or where it's I at. I mean, the land was worth the like land a was worth a money. shitload of money, yeah. and it was several small outbuildings and tennis courts, so just just like you see on the TV yeah. show. Yeah, I but, could see that because if you imagine how much land is worth there. It's a huge amount of money, and the house itself is worth nothing compared to the land. Right, and especially with the house not having been built. Because that was explained to me uh, by Timmy and a few other people there that there's two types of houses in Hawaii. Those that are built to last and those that are built to sell. Okay. And there's because of the salt air mm-hmm. and the constant rain and things like that. Like it, 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 it it's So you bad. have to use different construction methods if you really yes. want to have it last. Yeah. And that house was n- done to sell and to look good it was made to look good you sneeze on it real hard and it might just collapse kind of yeah. yeah 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 so i don't know i that but that yeah that i always watch i didn't always i've seen i've probably seen every episode of magna pi mm-hmm. it's at one point or another if i were to have a civilian type helicopter that's what i would like it to be a hughes hughes uh 500 they're called well actually they're bought by someone else but it's still a 500 mo- that, those are hot rod little helicopters yeah they, they they're you small rotors and they zip around. You can fly them upside down. Oh, they're great! I think Red Bull. Well, Red Bull has a French kind of version of that thing, but they also maybe have a fuse, fuse five, a fuse high, fuse wow. high, fuse, fuse high. high. Let's take a break. Yeah, Paul needs a break. Yeah. All right, we'll be back.
summer's day When I thought I'd lay myself down to rest In a big field of tall grass I lay there in the sun And felt it caressing my face As I fell asleep And dreamed I dreamed I was in a Hollywood movie And that I was the star of the movie This really blew my mind The fact that me An overfed, long-haired, leaping gnome Should be the star of a Hollywood movie Hmm There I was Hmm I was taken to a place So, in a couple hours, about an hour and a half, I'll be doing something dumb, and this will teach oh, you. Oh, today folks, you'll be doing something today. dumb. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll report back if I survive. I'm doing the one chip challenge uh, with a friend of mine, Brad, and which uh, I just learned about about a week ago because I remember it came up in topic at I think the brewery. Yeah, yeah, it was last week, week when when he and I, when we were talking about it, and I'm. 
And I was like, yeah, man, sure, I'll do it. You get it, you you get it, get one of those chips or get another chip, and because it's one tortilla chip. Tell the good people out there what the one chip challenge is. One chip challenge uh, is to eat. It's one incredibly spicy tortilla chip. That companies it, make this. They chip. make this. This is a company that makes buy... this chip. You can buy it. Yeah, Amazon. Um, I even seen. Uh, I guess it, they sell it in stores. Like you can sometimes get it at Walmart. Think of like that, that market that somebody came up with. Mm-hmm. Selling bags of just extremely hot not even, tortilla chips. Not even bags. One chip in oh. a box. It's one single chip. Yeah. And per box. Per little box. Yeah. And that's what you have to so it, The box is shaped like a coffin, which is great. You know, that, that instills confidence. So who, how many chips are going to be, no, I mean, how many people are going to be doing this? Me and Brad, two people. So he bought two of these. Yes. That's it? Yep. How much are they a box? I have no idea. Chip? Six bucks. Okay. Yeah, but some fucker came up with this idea, mm-hmm. and now he has a business. He's probably doing okay with and it and selling a f- metric fuck ton of chips. Yeah, of actually, one but chip not as many a... chips as you think. <laughs> oh, really? Because it's only one chip at a time. Yeah, it's not like he's selling bags of these things. But uh, yeah, it's uh, each. I, I guess each batch or each year they come out with different flavors. Oh my god! So and it's per- yeah, that's this has been going on for a few years. Part yeah. of the business model. Oh, oh yeah, change it up this year. So this year's uh, scorpion pepper and. Uh, uh, Carolina Reaper, which is terrifying. Uh, I can handle spicy food, no problem. I, 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 I don't know, like on a dare or just I just enjoy spicy food. This is going to be next level, and I'm I'm a, a little bit worried about it, a little nervous about your stomach. I'm mainly. more worried about my stomach, and so I because I you admitted you're going to do some prophylactic. Uh, uh, yes, stuff yeah, yeah. I will be stopping by the grocery <laughs> store and getting some yogurt and some ice cream and uh, Pepto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to consume before to, you do this beforehand and a little bit after and yeah. and after yeah and bananas I have heard bananas are the ticket that's for uh, your stomach yeah uh, Adam Richman the guy that did uh, Man versus Food mm-hmm. any type of uh, spicy food challenge he would eat two bananas beforehand and two bananas after okay and he swears by that he's like I I did it for ten seasons of Man versus Food okay. And he's like that. That's the best way to do it. Do these uh, does this chip come with like paperwork explaining how many Scovilles and all this yes. kind of stuff? Yeah, all that. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure what what these are, but I'm uh, I'm sure it's in the million, which is stupid. I'm sure they also have like a, some sort of extract on them, like a which that that's where you start getting in trouble. Uh, right, where when, people when start having health concentrate problems. Concentrate it down. It's ridiculous. Yeah, 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 and it's ugh. ugh. So when you, I, when you brought the, the, this up, I was telling you that it, it's the hottest peppers that I think I've ever eaten, and and according to you, it wasn't that high in the Scoville. Um, oh, those uh, Bahamian. Yeah, they're called bird. They call them bird peppers because right. they're little tiny, little oblong peppers about the size of a a tic tac, let's say, or a little bit bigger. Yeah, something like that. And they they grow on bushes, and birds eat them, and then they shit them out. And I'm not shitting you, Joe. Speaking of shitting, that. If you find this on your car down there, you got to wash it off as quick as you can. Because it'll etch the It etches paint. the paint. It wow. literally etches the paint. And then you looked it up, and you gave me the number of Scoville. I'm like, that's not that hot, though. How come it takes off paint? Well, here's the reason you, we, we don't know that. If birds ate other peppers, it's possible that they would be shitting, and t- we, we don't know what it does to car paint. You know, right. But th- these we do because the birds eat them, and they, right. they're on an island, and there's a, you know limited places where birds go, and they just shit on cars down there. And it's a. Um, it well, I looked those paint. peppers up, and they're they're they they're basically the Bahamian equivalent to uh, chili piquin. 
okay. like little 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 tiny deals. Yeah, with the way you described it, that or or t- like bird's eye chili, it, they're all it, they're, they're all very similar. Mm-hmm. And yes, the heat, you know, the Scoville units or whatever on them is fairly high, but it's not like it's around like it's below habanero. Right. Here's the problem with that though, inconsistency. So. If I were to buy those peppers that you're talking about from mm-hmm. the Bahamas, mm-hmm. if I were to buy them or order them or something like that, you know, they're they're going to be different than the ones that grow there that grow wild. That's true. We don't really know, and we've all had a jalapeno that some of them are almost really mild, very very and mild. Some will burn your, and it's like, well, how the fuck did that happen? Exactly. So the, there's that inconsistency yeah, there. Yeah. So to say. Uh, well, just what I read on the internet versus your experience, those two things, uh, one doesn't cancel out the other. Uh, yeah. Because it, I've had, I've held Tim Schritter grew bell peppers about eight or nine years ago that were, that he, he couldn't even cook with them. They were too hot. Wow. They're bell pepper. So that mutation just can you think happen. think it's the soil too? I'm sure I think it has to do with the soil, the sunlight, the Everything. humidity or lack of and all that stuff, but also like... Sometimes you just get genetic genetic variances and mutations, and it's also so it's also po- uh, possible. Like down in Marsh Harbor, that was the bigger little city. There's an airport there. I say big, but that's a concentration of vehicles. Mm-hmm. It's possible that right in that area, there's some extra hot bird peppers. Yeah, that for whatever reason yeah. are super hot right there, and they fry the paint off your car, which is who knows. Mm-hmm. I so hope anyway, that Joe's, a little, Joe's a little nervous about this. I am a little nervous. It's not so much. It's it's mostly I don't like being in pain for any length of time, mm-hmm. and you know you're burning in the mouth and lips and stuff that goes away after fifteen twenty minutes. It might be miserable, but man, I was married for a few years. Like it's fine. <laughs> like you I don't you don't you don't it. go to Vegas and pay some female to have high heels and squash your balls. No, your... I'm not. I'm not part of the one percent club. Yeah, Paul, I don't have a plane. I didn't say I had to fly there and do it. Oh dang. You also didn't say you had to pay for it either. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Ow. Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah, I'm a little nervous for you. I, I can. Yeah. I, I like hot stuff for the most part. And I had, uh, I remember one, uh, a couple years ago, Tim, speaking of Mr. Schroeder, was making um, some kind of thing where he had uh, pepper in it or on it. He was making his barbecue. Like his uh, smoked jalapeno poppers, but he made a couple, couple out of uh, habaneros. habaneros, and I ate those, and they were like, I could, it wasn't, te- it wasn't, I, I could handle it. Yeah, you can handle it. Yeah, and yeah. that, and that's what I've done. Like I, I don't remember where I was, where I did it, and I immediately regretted my decision. But I was, I think I was trying to impress a girl, which is, <laughs> it sounds typical, like something t- you would. It do, definitely yeah. sounds like something I would do. Yeah, and. Uh, She's like, hey, you want to eat this pepper? And I was like, sure. And I just, like, she was just joking. I grabbed it out of her hand, dipped it in a ranch, and then bit into it. And it was a habanero. And she's like, is that hot? I'm like, yeah, it's really fucking hot. And I was like, now are you going to do it? And she's like, sure. And she did it too. And then that she had to leave. We were at a bar. <laughs> now that I think about it, we were in Flagstaff. It was for some sort of occasion. And she had to walk outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't deal well with spicy food. I'm like, then why did you take a bite right, out of the fucking, right. the, one of the hottest peppers you can just buy at You got nothing better to do. Yeah, right? Might as well yeah. just be miserable. And she was fucked up for like an hour or two. Wow. Yeah. And there was a friend of ours that were on a motorcycle thing in Mexico. Um, Tommy Stoll, you've heard me talking about him back in South Carolina, and his good friend Cliff. Cliff is the guy that drives real slow and kind of weeds back and forth. Cliff's on the going home side of the road. He was actually called as a witness for a crime oh, God. somewhere, and he was up on the stand. And 
And he said, because where were you when you, you know, it, explain to me what you were doing, da, da, da. He said, well, I was on the going home side of the road. <laughs> That's the most country bumpkin fucking phrase. And he was serious. He do, He's not being fun. That's what he was doing. He was on the going home. Okay, for the people here that don't, no, they don't know where you road live. and which direction. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the going home side of the road. Anyway. And, and he also kind of swerves around. He, he never drinks and drives. He's, he's totally, but he kind of, he drives slowly on these country roads and just kind of meanders around. And people are behind, their friends of his going, Cliff, would you quit weaving around? It makes me wonder if you're going to turn or what you're doing and what's going on. He goes, should I pay tax? I pay for the whole road. <laughs> so that's <laughs> Just, he's going to use the whole I, road. I appreciate that. I appreciate that logic. <laughs> so anyway, Cliff, that guy, was with Tommy. They were down in Mexico on a motorcycle adventure thing. Went to a Mexican restaurant in Mexico, which is just what he called it. It's just called a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and they ordered something. You go to Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah. And something was there, and it had this small pepper in it. And, he, and it did look kind of like a green bean. And it was could have been cheesed. It probably was Americanized for the tourists. I, I don't know what the fuck it was. But it was actually a, some kind of a pepper that, that according to uh, uh, Tommy, because he had one before, was unbelievably hot. I can't remember what, what type it is, but he ate it, and Tommy didn't know. He was not paying attention. And then pretty soon he's, you know, he looks up, and Cliff's sweating, and he's holding his mouth. And what happened, man? He goes, I just ate that. I ate that. I thought it was a bean. I thought it was a green bean. Or, man, I thought oh, it was a green bean. Kind of oh, sounds like uh, Terry in a way. Oh, man. And he goes, no, that was a whatever pepper, uh, you know, Skin and bones pepper, I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh, man. But he really felt, kind of felt bad for him because he was fucked up for a while. Yeah. It, yeah, so that's what the, <clears throat> I hope that doesn't happen to you. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's probably going to happen to me. There's definitely going to be tears. Yeah. There's going to be snot. Yeah. Uh, sweat. Sweat. I just don't, I can get through all that. That's not, I just don't want to have my Window gut, my, to the walls. To the, nope. I'm not going to do that. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Never mind. That's all right. I'll let you. I'll just let you work <laughs> you're, through you're it. Fr- you, wow, you know that song, Paul? That's what it is. You know. No, that's definitely that's definitely your era. <laughs> that was a that's a twenty year old song, and that's why the about YouTube algorithm is so messed up. On your the, YouTube uh, algorithm is so fucked up. It has Clarence Thomas, Nelly, <laughs> Ludacris, <laughs> airplane shit. Right. Anyway, yeah. no, I just don't want my guts to be wrecked for an entire day, which I don't think is going to happen. I think that's because like. It all depends on what you put in your system beforehand. Well, let's hope these bananas do the job. Yeah, bananas, and I like they also say like eat something fatty. So I'm gonna grab a snack from Bashes, like the fattiest, greasiest. So probably get some mac and cheese you, from the deli you know or something. For, you know for a fact that that hot stuff fucks with your system. Is what you're saying? You know this for a fact. Well, yeah, it fucks with everybody's system, no matter okay. what. No matter no matter how big of big strong masculine man you want to oh, be, I can take anything. No matter what, it does. It just fucks with your system because that's what it's supposed so to. So when is the chip consumption going to be happening? Three p.m. Three p.m. We'll probably still have our meeting here, but I'm gonna find out. Uh, I'm I, sure there's going to be video. I want uh, I want data on this. I, I want to yeah. know how hot the motherfucker was and if it fucked. Excuse me, if your banana and Pepto yeah helped you out. I know that the Pepto will. I I just I I know that that will. But I I'm like I'm I want to be ultra cautious. Sure, we gotta wrap this up. Yeah, here. let's do this. All right, folks, have a great week. Thank yep. you much.